What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Get a Grip with Kay. I'm your host, Kendall Rusing, and today, if you are watching on YouTube, you will see that I just got done being at the gym. The lighting is kind of messed up. We've got a lot going on today, and it's so funny because I was just driving home from the gym, and I was like, I have some things to say. <laughs> and I'm laughing as I as I decide this because I open my recording studio here that I have like to whatever, produce and host everything. And I see these clips from last week when I had all this makeup on and my hair looked so cute. And I had just finished like a call with my online clients and I was in recording mode. And there's like four different recordings that I started over when I sat down to write a podcast because I was like, or to listen, blah, record a podcast because I was like, I need to meet the deadline. It's supposed to be out by next week, whatever. I have makeup on and I look presentable and today's the day to do it. And I just could not make it happen. I didn't leave myself enough time before I was going to train. It was rushed and I was trying to make it so perfect and just nothing was working. So the contrast today of sitting down and just turning on the camera and being like, yeah, I just got back from the gym and let's make some content because I've got an idea. Um, it's just funny. And it's so representative of, or representative, I think that's the right word, of what I want to say today because, well, actually, let's just be honest here. I'm going to show you on fear of watching this little. I've got a light going on and I don't even think that it is really helpful or working because there's light shining through the window and making marks on me. So for those of you guys not watching on YouTube, sorry to blurt out so much stuff that's unnecessary, but <laughs> we're going to take a deep breath. I'm excited today. I've got a lot to say. All right. Today's episode, if it wasn't clear, is solo. I'm not interviewing anybody. You just get me and that's all we're doing. But I really wanted to talk about something that my gold medal mindset students who I just finished the first program of Gold Medal Mindset, which is my online mentorship program for mindset for jiu-jitsu athletes. Um, but really, it's, it's jiu-jitsu specific and focused, but there's a lot of other stuff we go into. Anyway, my longer format mentorship program, Jiu-Jitsu Accelerator, which is on pause right now, is again, longer format. It's a higher investment. It's a different like one-on-one -on -one touch, and that is being released soon. I'll talk more about that later. But Gold Medal Mindset just is a different program. It's shorter. It's five weeks or it's four and a half weeks, and we just finished the very first cohort of it, so my very first um, group of students. And yesterday in our last call together, in our last masterclass, somebody asked me, how do you manage it all? How do you coach students, work with online clients, run four schools? Um, I co-own and operate four, four Gracie Boss schools and compete full time and have a full personal life and travel and teach seminars and create content and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> all of the things. Oh, commentating, interviewing, all of the things that Kendall puts on her plate that make her feel very special and important and busy. Oh, I just heard a WhatsApp notification. Another imperfect moment. We love that for me and for you. So anyway, today's going to be a quick hitter. Uh, well, we'll see about that. Whenever I say that, it still goes for a while, but I'm going to try to be short and to the point today because what I want to talk about is seasons. I believe that from experience, if I try to be 100% perfect, which by the way, perfect doesn't exist, but when I try to be 100% perfect in all the categories that I care about at the same damn time, I'm setting myself up to be unhappy, to be disappointed in myself, to let people down because I'm over-promising in multiple areas, and to not perform in the areas that I care about to the best of my ability the way that I would like to or have expectations that I'm capable of. 
okay, I have got to change this thing on the window because I am just covered in, in like, you know, when the windowsill makes the, or the blinds make the little lines. Anyway, okay, that's changed. Back to the seasons thing. So I'm answering this question with my gold medal mindset students, and I'm learning a lot about myself as I'm answering the question because I'm like, okay, not only am am I realizing that I often set myself up for disappointment because I try to be ex- like I try to chase excellence or high standards in too many areas at one time, and I can't constantly keep up with that. So then I'm definitely going to drop the ball because I'm juggling ten balls, and I really should only be juggling maybe six or seven. And so when those three drop, I'm now disappointed in myself. Now I've set myself up for a disappointing experience where I induce guilt, right? Or shame or feelings of failure. And so what my answer to the question was, and what I think I've gotten better at doing over time is allowing for seasons. All right. I chose, I closed the light thing and now the lighting doesn't look as nice, but I'm going to let it go because today we are talking about balancing. And the truth is that at this very moment in time, I'm about to leave to Pittsburgh at like five o'clock in the morning to go to the uh, airport and a girl does not have time to go get ready to a podcast and make it perfect. So here we are. This is plenty enough. So anyway, (laughs) we are not going to edit any of this out, by the way. This is just, we're just on fire today. We're just going with it. This is me in the raw baby, like the sugar. Okay. So (laughs) what I'm realizing is that when we have these seasons, And we allow some things to be bigger in certain moments. So for example, in the last year, things that have been bigger for me, one, my personal life, like I've been able to put a lot of time and energy and effort into my relationship. I've gone on multiple like trips and vacations with my significant other. Um, I've been able to go to like be a hot girlfriend at events that I normally would not get to do because I'd be training. I've been able to commentate and interview a lot more because I'm not competing on those big shows so I can show up and you guys get the idea. I've, oh, I've uh, d- dove in, d- driven, divin, whatever, dived. Anyway, I've been way deeper involved in my academies with our sales team and I've been doing a lot of work with some of our sales, um, like I was gonna say associates, we don't call them that, we call them program directors. I'm doing a lot of one-on-one work with them and studying a lot of sales material and then sharing it with them, which is so exciting. And I normally haven't had the time or energy to do that when competing is a really big focus. So all that to be said, I'm about to hopefully, which I'll have more news about soon, have some more uh, of my energy and my going into a big competition season with some things coming up, some fight camps and experimenting with um, fighting again. So with all of that happening, I was really grateful to be asked this question because then I'm looking at my current priorities and viewing it as like, okay, well, if I expect everything in my life to stay the same right now, like I'm going to relaunch a, I just hit the mic. Hopefully that wasn't too loud. I'm going to relaunch an online program. I'm going to, I have a business mentor that I'm working with and I'm going to keep going full blown with that. And she's not even helping with my school. She helps me with my online business. Then I'm going to keep staying involved in the four schools. I'm going to train full time. I'm going to keep doing seminars. I'm going to keep commentating every weekend. I'm going to keep going on dates. I'm going to keep prioritizing friendships and doing FaceTimes with friends who don't live nearby. Um, or like I just visited recently, my friend Samantha Hall in Chicago and went and did a con and like went to a concert with her, like things like that. If I expect that I'm going to keep getting to do all the things at a hundred percent at the same time and not drop any balls, I am setting myself up for a negative experience. And I oftentimes talk with my online clients about setting yourself up for success as far as like jujitsu and training and things like that go. So 
if I am like the queen of telling other people to set themselves up for success, then I need to make sure that in my own life, when I'm talking about balancing all these priorities at the same time, that I am not going against my own advice, right? So setting myself up for failure is not a good plan. And oftentimes I look back and I see repeated patterns where I allowed myself to get way too emotionally invested in things that I had no business putting such high pressure on because I had so many things on the plate at one time and I ended up disappointed. Now, the thing to be said about the people who are listening to this and many of you who listen to my content or watch my content, we are probably a lot alike in the realm of you consider yourself someone who wants to be a high achiever or you have multiple goals or you um, you like winning, right? <laughs> Hello, yeah, welcome to the party. There's something to be said for like, I tried to fix my hair and I made it real crazy and we're just gonna, we're gonna let that go. Okay, we're gonna let it go. Today is about just going with the flow and you guys can look at this crazy hair too. So <laughs> uh, I hope if you're not already on YouTube that you're not gonna go uh, watch this just for that. Anywho, so for those of you guys who are like me, I think there's something to be said for that being a big driving force in my life. It's a, it's afforded me a lot of the life that I have because I have a hundred percent fire all the time in everything I do, um, or I try to, and that's who I like to be. I've been able to have a lot of opportunities because I show up and I give my best and people notice that. And that helps me obviously win in jujitsu and in training, but also in other things like, man, I give a thousand percent when I teach a seminar, I lose my voice. I leave exhausted. That's why I charge what I charge. Cause I know I'm going to give the best experience I can. So it's one of the reasons why I've been able to have success in multiple areas at one time. However, it does lead to burnout too, in my experience, and it leads to resenting things. An example of something that sometimes I get resentful about is social media because I spend so much time creating content and then it doesn't do well. And I don't get like the validation that I thought I was going to get or the positive reinforcement and all the chemicals. And then I start not liking social media. But the thing with about that, that I'm realizing is it was never social media's fault. It was the expectation that I'm doing 20,000 other things over here and I'm leaving social media kind of at the, uh, the bottom of the barrel. It's getting this like leftover negative energy, not negative, but like I'm like in the red of my energy. Like there's barely any left and I'm giving that to social. And then the content I create is just, is just to be quite frank, not as good as it could be. And not enough, not a lot of people see there's that Freudian slip, not enough. Or that's my like little shadow uh, self coming up. It's not enough. I don't feel like I'm enough. Like, you know, that natural thing that, that content creators can feel. But anyway, content creators, that's so funny to call myself that. But you guys get the idea. I create content for, it's kind of my job. Yeah, it's my job. I also just want to say, as I'm recording this, this is totally like, I hope that you guys feel like I'm on FaceTime with you because this is literally a conversation that I would have. I, I kind of had a conversation with my sister about this earlier today, but this will not be edited. This is literally just what I'm thinking right now and what I'm thinking, what I'm experiencing in real time. So welcome to my brain. Um, so with the social media, like, so then it's not doing as well as I believe that it could. And the truth is, to be quite frank, is it's just not my best work. And it's there's not that much energy going into it. So of course, it's not connecting in the same way with people as it does when it when social or the content I'm creating is getting 100% of me, right? And it can, and I and so setting this expectation and then being disappointed when the expectation is not met isn't fair to myself, because it's an unrealistic expectation. So all that to be said, <laughs> as I enter a season of more competing, what I'm interested in doing today 
is looking at the categories of my life and my priorities and setting. I don't like the word realistic because that looks different for everybody, but I would say setting myself up for success with expectations that actually allow me to win instead of setting myself up for disappointment, which I think people who consider themselves high achievers or um, want to be successful in multiple areas or have that as a big part of like the way their brain operates. Um, and they're always go, go, go. And they find it hard to sit still. Like we people that identify with that. Um, and I'll just speak for myself. Like, I, it is kind. I never have to worry about this is actually something my therapist taught me. I, I don't really have to worry about sliding to the side of not doing enough. I'm always going to be chasing. So the truth is that I oftentimes have to sometimes bring myself back to the middle and try to be more grounded and set expectations that allow me to win rather than always pushing myself forward because my MO is always going to be pushing forward. And so it's not to say that there are never moments of slack where I have to get back in routine to feel good. But typically my goal is not, is like, I don't need to fear that I'm going to swing all the way into doing nothing. I, and, and, and then like, well, let me just rephrase that. I don't need to be harsh on myself and make myself do more 24 seven because I'm scared that I won't be enough if I don't do that. And I'll slide down to like, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I err so much on the side of driving and having high standards that, and I'm not saying that as like this, uh, like it's not something to brag about. It's something that gets me hurt <laughs> physically and mentally and emotionally. So this is not like a high horse soapbox thing, but I err on that side. So my job a lot of the time is to pull myself back to the center and back to baseline so that I can keep that energy sustained. Now, again, this isn't to shame or guilt yourself if you identify with this. Or for me, I don't need to shame and guilt myself because I identify with this. But my tool becomes, how can I support myself if this is how I know that I operate? How can I change the story to see this as a win and then support myself through my process? So that's what I'm doing as I'm going into this that competitive season. And one of the things that comes along with that is that, for example, like with my online clients, I know that if I try to serve a bunch of online clients and go through this fight camp and keep everything else that I have going on, I'm going to disappoint somebody, whether it's, well, most likely it's going to be me, but I could also disappoint clients. I could uh, disappoint my, um, my business, the, my business partners. I could disappoint people in my personal life. So the truth is, that in order to set myself up for fulfillment and joy and happiness and what I view as success, which is waking up liking my life, you know, as often as possible, which I get to do and I get to create and I get to choose, which is beautiful. Um, if that is the goal, then how do I organize things the best way possible to give me that, to give me the best chance at having that? So for example, with JJA, I mentioned earlier, Jiu-Jitsu Accelerator is my longer format, really intimate one-on-one -on -one coaching that's going on hold for the next month. I'm not launching that this month. So depending on when you're listening to that, look out for some information about Jiu-Jitsu Accelerator, November, December, but October, I that's off the table, right? And originally I planned to launch Jiu-Jitsu Accelerator in October and I had to really sit down with myself and say like, there are seasons of things and that is okay. And right now this season is going to slow down and I'm not like this, uh, in this season, the season of JJA is, is a little smaller and that's okay. And it'll have its time to shine later on. And really I'm doing myself and my clients a service by organizing it this way. And it's interesting looking at myself on the screen, having this conversation because it's not an interactive conversation. 
um, with a human being, but hopefully you can feel my sincerity in that this is something I've been processing for a lot of years now. As soon as I became conscious of the idea and it was explained to me by mentors, therapists, different people, my parents, um, and I started to notice this within myself, I was given the opportunity to start playing with it and really to be like the captain of my own ship and decide where I wanted to go um, from time to time and different seasons have looked different. And so, for example, with ADCC, a lot of things last year, like a lot of things were low on the priority list because ADCC was the number one priority in my health. Like I required a lot of physical therapy and a lot of different things in my team and the people around me. I was very like, that's the other thing with seasons is communicating your expect your your expectations for yourself with the people close to you so that they can adapt, right? So I talk to my business partners, I talk to my personal partners, I talk to my family, I talk to my coaches and my clients and really let them know where it was at, what was going on. And we were able to make a plan that so that everybody felt supported, even though I was stepping back in certain areas. So I think that to wrap this up, as we allow ourselves to have seasons and view that as a form of self-love and self-kindness and discipline as well, because there's nothing admirable. Well, I don't want to say this in a shameful way to myself because I've been this person, but it's not an admirable thing to constantly take on too much and then be dropping balls. And then other people, whether I notice it or not, have to pick up the slack. Like it feels good for a moment because I'm like, yeah, I'm an overachiever. But the truth is, um, it's not the most kind and loving thing to do for myself or the people who are interacting with me and depending on me. Um, and even if I do not drop the balls as far as like checking the boxes and getting things done, I may now be dropping the ball with myself where energy wise, I'm low. I'm, I'm not being of service to myself and people the best way I can, because now my light can't shine through because I'm so dim because I'm checking all these boxes and I'm not leaving enough over left over for me. And I also will say that with seasons, my capacity for certain things, it's okay that it changes over time, right? So sometimes I feel like like I can fire on all cylinders at 100% in seven or eight different areas. And I can do that for eight to 12 weeks. And I'm and I'm and I feel great about it. And then I may have a little crash and burn and I have to pull some things back. Other times it may look like six or eight months of a lot of stability and there really isn't any crashing and burning. So I'm learning as I go. And I hope some of this can feel helpful to you. And I hope that um, if anything, you take away at least a little bit of one either insight as far as some questions you might have for yourself or two, maybe I made you laugh or brought you a smile today um, or just like let you in on the humanness that is people on social media. I read a, one of those things on threads today. It's like whatever the new Twitter is. And I really like threads actually. It's pretty nice. I didn't really like it. I didn't really ever like Twitter. Anyway, I read this thing on thread threads. It said like social media is all of these perfect people with their perfect lives and their perfect daily routines. And they're this and they're that and they're that. And I want to see a girl lose her shit. <laughs> and I want to see how she manages like losing her shit and her life being crazy and then how she manages to like get back on the horse and keep riding the horse and do the things that she loves and be happy. And that was part of what actually inspired this episode because it is true. Like I do lose my shit. And like there are many times where I don't have it all together. And like some days I post the thing on my story that's like Monday. And then it has all like I did this yesterday. It's a Tuesday today when I'm recording this. It's Tuesday. What's the date? September 19th. So yesterday I had this, uh, post on my story. It's like Monday and it has all these checklists of all these things that are going to get done. 
What does that not include? First of all, it doesn't include the time that I bullshit around on social media on my phone. Okay. It doesn't include, uh, the time that I sit in my car in the parking lot and like wait to go in the gym. It doesn't include, um, I mean, I could list like so many other things, right? It, it shows like this very specific version of my life and it's not, I mean, sometimes I think that the way that we share on social media, or I'll speak for myself, the way I share on social media is curated to have a certain effect. But a lot of the time, it's like, it's impossible to show everything 24 seven. So I select certain things to show and the rest doesn't make, you know, the highlight reel um, is a good way to say it. And it's not meant to be malicious. It's just the nature of like, I live, you know, 24 hours a day and how much of that can I share? So it's something to keep in mind when I'm, for me, when I'm consuming other people's content, I'm like, oh no, they lose their shit too. Or they, you know, have nights where they only slept six hours because they were on social or they have, you know, times where they wake up and didn't have the morning, perfect morning routine, or they got in a fight with their parent or their business partner or whatever, you know, whatever the or is. And so just a reminder that like, I'm learning, like people ask me about that all the time. One of the most common questions I get is like, how do I balance doing this, 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 and this? And I am always just like, well, first of all, it's not always hundred percent balanced. There's a lot of the time where I live like a very crazy unbalanced life. And I'm willing to do that because whether it's because I have big ambition or I'm passionate about what I do, or I care about the people that I'm working with and the community and that drives me. So there's that, but also sometimes it, um, it is more balanced and that means certain things get set aside and that is okay too. I'm not doing it all, all the time. That's something I used to take a lot of pride in. Like I'm everywhere all the time. I'm doing everything all the time. I can do it all. And it's like, okay, some seasons. Yeah. And then other seasons, some things get like set off to the side and they're not as big of a priority and let me enjoy that too. And let me not shame that. And let me not make that wrong. Let me not for me make being the girl who can do it all, all the time, 100%, never fail, the golden ticket to being happy. Because if I make that the golden ticket to being happy, I'm guaranteeing myself that I'm going to have disappointment and I'm going to feel disappointed in myself and I'm going to fail. Because now I'm making the definition of failure not being that girl. And I can't be that girl all the time. It doesn't exist. So I can do my best to enjoy it when I am that girl. And that's super fun. And I love those times. and I love those periods. And I get to have them uh, because of who I am, because I work hard to be that. But if I expect myself to be that 100% of the time, I'm going to be disappointed. And so then also moving into seasons, how do I need to reorganize things to set myself up for success and to really love my life and to enjoy that? And also when I'm in seasons of not doing it all or when some certain things have to be set off to the side, let me enjoy it and know that there will be a time for that thing to get bigger again. So for example, I'm thinking about my friend Samantha Hall and how I went to a concert and got to see her and just like fuck around for the weekend. And it was super fun. Like, let me, when I'm in a period of time where that is not on the agenda, right? So for example, this upcoming like fight camp experiment that I'm doing, if that is not going to be on the agenda, let me appreciate exactly where I am, love exactly where I am and know that going and flying to see my friend and doing concerts and stuff is in the future and it's returning. And I will love the girl who gets to do that too, just as much as I love me right now. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. If you found any value in this podcast, you know what to do. Same as always, send it to a friend, share the link on your story. Um, copying the link and sharing it is a great way to help the podcast out. We're ad-free um, just because 
I don't know. I just do this for fun. Like I just like doing this as a fun project. So um, at this moment in time, maybe we move that way in the in the future as as a podcast grows. But right now, it's just I do it for fun. So I really appreciate your guys' support so much. This is a fun way for me to connect that feels a little different than regular social media to me. And um, I really genuinely appreciate every time I meet someone and they come up to me and they're like, "I love your podcast. I listen to it." And I'm like. I kind of forget I have a podcast. Thanks for listening. That's so cool. So I really appreciate you being here. Please share the podcast, copy and uh, paste and share the link, um, post it on your story, send it to people and review and rate and follow and comment and all that stuff that podcast people do. Um, I have a few couple announcements that I will be letting you guys know about soon. I have some new sponsorships coming out that are like in the works that I'm so stoked about and using their products right now and loving them. So I can't wait to share them. Really love this, this uh, company because they really wanted me to try stuff for a long time before talking about partnerships. So that is always a super, super green flag to make sure that I actually am in love with them. And as always, you guys know, Scramble, uh, if you need like any gear, um, shirts, <laughs> shirts, what am I talking about? Any jiu-jitsu gear, casual gear, fitness stuff. I help design the women's line as well for Scramble, which is the gear company that I work with um, for fitness and jiu-jitsu clothing. And you can use my code Scramble, D as in dog, T as in Tom, and eight as in the number. I, I don't know why I like said that like that because you can also just look at the description and I'll link in there <laughs> at scramblestuff.com and that'll save you um, money. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else to promote. I think that's it. I was just excited to share this with you guys. And Jiu-Jitsu Accelerator will be coming back. It actually has a brand new format. It's going to be six months long. There will be a pretty like uh, intense interview process to see if I if you're someone who will be um, included in working with me in JJA because I can literally only take on a handful of clients because I've revamped the entire program and it's very, very one-on-one -on -one based. So it'll be smaller than ever before. It'll be more intimate than ever before and be on the lookout for that if you're someone who is interested in being mentored by me in the areas of jujitsu, um, nutrition, strength and conditioning, and mindset and kind of all-in-one encompassing like everything that I wish I would have known when I was a blue belt coming up through the ranks. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu Accelerator is my baby. I've been do, uh, running it since 2021, and it's one of the biggest pleasures and purposes of my life, which you can see is why it's hard to take it off the list when I am wanting to work on that and other things at the same time. But because it requires so much of me and I put so much of my heart and soul into it, um, it's the right thing to do right now to hold off. I keep getting WhatsApp notifications. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's the right thing to do until... We figure out a little bit more of what this fight season experiment thing is going to look like. And last but not least, I have a very exciting, uh, very exciting news about a contract I just signed that has nothing to do with fighting that I will be sharing with you guys soon. The contract's already signed. I just can't sign, can't say anything until like the website is up and everything, but I am officially um, working with something really cool that is a kind of a new av avenue in development for me, which I'm stoked about. Also, last thing, tune into October 1st is who's number one. It's on Flow Grappling as always, and I'll be commentating and interviewing on there. Um, not fighting just yet, but there'll be more announcements about that soon. Okay, that's enough announcements. Thank you guys for tuning in. I love you so much. Seriously, when I say that on a podcast, like I literally send all of my heart's love right to you. I think that we are in such an abundant world of more than enough and it is my duty and I believe other people's duty to share as much love as we possibly can with other human beings. There is no such thing in my opinion as too much. So I share all my love with you. We are all made of the same stuff. We all come from the same things and we are, we truly are one, even though there are so many differences, we've got a lot more similarities than we realize a lot of the time. Didn't know I was going to drop a little, uh, little spirituality right there, did you? But here we are. 
I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. And until then, I'll see you on social, see you in the podcast, and I'll see you soon.